How is it for you, Mark? Is it hard to get good wood? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. This episode is sponsored by Evapo Rust, the original super safe rust remover, non-toxic formula, safe water-based formula that removes rust without the hassle of scrubbing. Is biodegradable and also reusable several times before the solution is spent. Also, don't forget about their amazing safe erase paint remover. Check them out on Instagram at Evapo Rust. I'm Chris Cash from Mount Phillip Metalworks, joined by my co-host Roy Scott from Vintage Axe Works, and we are joined by a very lovely guest today. He is a woodworker and also a Calvin Klein model, Mark Peacock from Deer <laughs> River Craftsman. What's Thank up, Mark? you for that one, Chris. I'm good. How are you boys doing? Fantastic. We are happy to have you on. I'm good, good, good. Hot yeah. as hell. Yeah, it's hot. You do some amazing work. Thank you very much, guys. I don't <laughs> care about wood, but your wood is good. Oh my God! Here it's already anyway. fucking going on. Jesus, it is. it's it's it 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 can be it can be good at times. It can also be cut up and thrown in the trash every now and then. But uh, most of the time, I'd like to think we're uh, the the wood is good. So tell us about yourself. What you do? Uh, your shop is amazing. Your landscape around your shop is amazing. I'm a big fan of that. I love the pictures you take. So tell us about yourself. Well, are there mountains in the background? Is that there are not it? quite mountains in the background. <laughs> we do have mountains here in the UK. Not 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 the size sort of mountains that you're used to, Roy, up in Kentucky, I'm sure. <laughs> isn't Indiana as flat as hell though? Isn't that just yeah, like, yeah. Uh, so yeah. The fuck state. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm 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 um, I'm a custom furniture maker, I'm mostly woodwork, but I do a little bit of metal, glass. Um, some concrete um, as well. Um, I've been doing this um, as a business for a few years now, but I've been building furniture for, I would say, almost 20 years now. Jeez. Uh, wow. Yeah. Um, so we, our property here is uh, in North Wales. Um, so it's very, very rural um we are between two sets of mountain ranges even though roy doesn't believe it that there are mountains <laughs> um uh, so the the property is was our dream property um we worked damn fucking hard for it but uh, we love it here um we've got woodland we've got um paddock i think you guys call we call it pasture um yeah. and yeah the, the house is not big it doesn't need to be because it's just the two of us uh, our animals um, and I built the workshop, I would say, two years ago um, on the site of an old barn that we used to have here, which um, got completely screwed up in a storm a few years ago. So I rebuilt it um, as the workshop here. So talk to us about this deck you've been working on because it looks glorious. So I'm really happy with this. So the actual the actual parts of the deck have actually been built out of the old timber that I reclaimed from the oh, old Oh, that's barn. cool. Um, so it was an old, um, an old engine shed. So about a hundred years ago, it was old steam engines. So it was like a, a 24 foot open fronted barn. Um, the, the farmers probably used to have this place many years before us. We used to work on steam engines and then it became a sort of a mechanic shop open fronted. Um, 
sort of uh, later on. And then, uh, yeah, it was pretty much completely run down when we got it, which is why a storm completely whipped through it, took the, took the tin roof off of it. So I decided to take it apart piece by piece, salvaged all the wood, which is now the deck. Jesus. That's amazing. What did the steam engines do? What did they power? Did you, did you get any of that history? Like I'm really trying to work hard on that because I, I have I, I I probably will call the actual workshop one day the old engine um, shed. Um, it, it's hard to get that kind of info. Um, yeah. Out of the farmers here, but there's there's one farmer who's retired now. He's about 85, and I'm trying to see if he's if he's got any more info on it because that would be pretty cool to find that side. So so out. they were they were steam engine mechanics though. Is what you're saying? I, I believe so. I, I've only found this out from from some of the local farmers. So that they used to they used to maintain steam engines in these sheds. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. But there's no Very evidence cool. that a steam there's, engine would have ran on the that only evidence that I found here of it being a mechanics workshop was about five different uh, registration plates um, with all sorts of uh, um, and all sorts of car parts and truck parts, that kind of stuff. So that was my, my only evidence when we were when we were excavating this site um, to to build a workshop on it and put the, um, the slab down. We found so many things dug into the ground. So that much is freaking ground. amazing. Old, old plow blades, um, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. How many acres is it? We've got about um, just over six acres, so the pasture's about three acres, and the woodland going down to the rivers, three a- um, three acres as well. Wow. So any so, any any trees that come down, I try and um, mill them up myself, um, which is 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 always nice to get your own wood uh, and do projects from that. So yeah, I try and uh, I try and mill that stuff up as well when it comes down. So are we talking about the Afron? Whatever it is, is that the river? So um, look- your Welsh is not bad so far, um, there, Roy. So it's uh, Av- Avon. Uh, so Avon Kru. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mark, Mark tells him it's not that bad and says it completely different. <laughs> I'm good. L- listen, it says <laughs> the the second part of it says D Y F R D W-Y, okay? That's, that's Duffy. That's a different river. Um, yeah. <laughs> it says if you guys AF- can see his face right now, <laughs> Roy is glazed over. So, uh, in, in all fairness to Roy here, right, most English yeah. people cannot speak. I mean, Welsh is a more ancient language than English, yes. as my wife tells me all the time because she is Welsh. Uh, um, okay. So this is a first language Welsh area. If you go to one of the local pubs here, everybody in the pub will be speaking Welsh um uh, i i walk into the pub they continue to speak welsh until i speak to them and then they will flip over to english at the drop of a hat um what but, what do you what what do you mean I, I don't know i didn't know that there was a different like this is how ignorant i am uh, well, about what, this what, sort of stuff welsh is a language come rag is a is a language um what more ancient language than the English, as my wife will constantly tell me, and it's got more vowels in it than you could possibly imagine. The the words, just most English people, including myself, really cannot say them because there's just loads of different vowels in them. So, um, I mean, it's it's a very strange language to speak. 
You, well, you have to. Whenever I was reading this river, I thought it was like uh, like shortened for some super long word. Like I don't know. In I don't, it, it doesn't even look like a fucking word. Well, we, <laughs> we 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 Wales has some super long words. I mean, the longest train station name in the world is 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 in Wales. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll get you to repeat this, Roy. So the, the no, name no, 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 no. The name of the station is Llandaia Fruinglis Gordevic and Robis Clancilia Gogogoch. Uh, is that, are you being so serious? Go for it. I, can, I can't <laughs> tell if you're being serious, Mark. You're fucking with I'm, us. I'm serious. You can Google it. Long train station in Wales. Wow. It's in on the Isle of Anglesey, and 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 that's what it is. It's uh, dude. It's Americans are so lazy. We contract two words like we yeah. will. We got to say we'll because we're so yeah. fucking lazy. You know, we're, we're doing we'll that see. here. Well. We don't have. It's not that you're an idiot, Roy. We, our educational system actually doesn't teach us that shit. So it's, there's no way of us knowing that shit. We would know. We wouldn't know that Wales people have the longest fucking words in the planet. <laughs> why would we know that? That's why Mark's on the podcast so he can you tell go. us that shit. <laughs> but there you go. If you, if you if you think about what my Instagram is and my website and my business, dear River Craftsman, yeah. River that yep. runs through my property is the right. Avon Kru, which in English is Dear River. Really? Oh, wow. I thought you it's saw all making next- sense now. I thought you saw a deer next to the river. Was- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. No, no, it's Deer River. So the, the river that you may have seen me milling some some wood up on in the past or the river that the, the, the deck sits above. So the workshop backs onto is the Avon Kru, which is Deer River. That is amazing. So, so are there trout in there? Do you go fly fishing? With salmon. So right next door oh. to me right, is, is a salmon fishery. At certain uh-huh. times of the year, I could sit there with a net and take 200 pounds in salmon and just, just in one go, I really could do because they, 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 they release them right next door to us. So, yeah. Really? Yeah. What a fascinating piece of property. And how long have you been at this piece? At this uh, piece it's just over ten, about 10 years, yeah. The, wow. Yeah, 10 years now. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Well, let's talk about your furniture. Yeah, lovely. How'd you get into furniture making? So, um, uh, like a lot of, uh, I, I suppose, people, I, I started making furniture because we couldn't afford nice shit. So I started making nice shit. Yeah. <laughs> ah, okay. Uh, but I, I've got a bit of a background in, in, in joinery and building. My dad was a firefighter. So like every firefighter, they have second jobs. My dad was a builder. So um, back in the 90s, when you were allowed to have kids on building sites, we, my brother and I would go and work with him on stuff. Um, my uncle um, was a barge captain. So um, traditional wooden boats that we sail down the Thames, so the, the River Thames. Yeah in london he was um he was a barge captain and he was a boat builder so he, he taught me some joinery and stuff so that was great uh and my other uncle um who uh, lives in canada has done for 50 years i spent uh, a year with him back in the mid 90s uh, and he taught me a bunch of joinery and he taught me to weld as well we um i worked in his business making wood stoves um so that was a, a real so, real interesting experience this is in your blood Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Making stuff is definitely in blood. It's definitely within the entire family. Uh, what, what, so. what part of Canada? Nova Scotia. So, uh, ah, yeah, back yeah. in the, the Maritimes. So uh, it's a lovely part of the world. And, that, and to be honest, th- that's the kind of experience that got me wanting something like we have today. So right. uh, my uncle's got like 
he, he when I lived with him out there, he had like a 45 acre property completely surrounded in woodland. Um, he's moved out to the coast himself uh, these days uh, when he gave up his welding business. So, yeah. Wow. That sounds pretty freaking amazing. Yeah, that is crazy. So yeah. what did you do prior to furniture making? Uh, all sorts of stuff. Um, I've done corporate jobs. Um, uh, my wife and I have run our own business for the, the best part of 12 years um, as well. So um, I, I kind of do the furniture making with full-time hours, but we have uh-huh. another time um, business to run as well. So, um, and that business kind of involves us. Uh, we support other businesses with the shit that they don't like doing. So, just general so, administration stuff. Consult. Well, it, it, it's. I wouldn't call it consulting. It, it's kind of the stuff we we build processes and systems for invoicing and different changes in the law. Hit the kind of stuff that people just don't give a shit about but it's kind of the crap that we have to do when we run all of our businesses right so that sounds way more boring than woodworking yeah (laughs) (laughs) sorry it does it is very much more boring than woodworking but it it pays part of the bills it paid for this building so i will never regret doing it and it's one of those things where yeah i'm I'll be happy to say there'll be no there'll be no mortgage in this property in the not too distant future, and then I can give wow. that up um, and completely focus on this. So people would die man. to have that. People yeah, would fucking die to That's have. It's amazing. That. Yeah. Let's talk about your shop because what a warm, inviting, freaking place <laughs> that looks like. Jeez. Uh, thank you for that. Yeah, um, it's. I wanted this to be somewhere where I wanted to be every day. I mean, yes. Yeah. It's also a time that I can experiment on stuff. So um, a number of people have said my outfit table and my units look like a kitchen. Well, it deliberately looks like a kitchen because when someone says, show me the work you've done on the kitchen, I'll go, don't even look at the kitchens that I've done. I'll just show you my workshop. Um, Yeah. Uh, so that, that's the kind of thing it, it's uh, and if I'm going to be here in every day and I am here every day for at least a few hours, um, I want it to be a nice environment. Um, so it's, I'm trying to fill it with, with all good stuff. I'm trying to, um, do nice clamp racks that, 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 Roy thinks is, uh, is well <laughs> Dude, your, your clamp racks are nicer than most people. Like, like they they'd be so, the nicest thing in someone's so shop. And you're just like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I just made this today. No big fucking deal. <laughs> when you said that on the, uh, on, I think it was your Instagram live, you said it on And I, and, and I think Chris was saying he's a woodworker. Every woodworker overbuild shit and overthinks it. And I was, I was just crying with laughter because I was sitting there thinking back to, a bunch of YouTube videos that I've seen of other woodworkers and they've got mobile clamp racks that literally drive themselves across the entire thinking I've just put a few clamps on the wall and just done it with some decent ply and so it actually looks organized but yeah I love it it was it was was hilarious (laughs) it's very beautiful (laughs) as you know I I could give two shits about wood but your place is it's like it's it's like out of a freaking magazine it's that nice I've been to some people's shops that strictly do woodwork i've been to cabinet maker shops i've been to uh kitchen ware makers and all you know table makers and your shop is like freaking beautiful man and congratulations for making such a beautiful spot for you and your wife did you build that place from the ground up uh, i built the workshop for, uh, on my own i built my office um on my own as well the the house was already here right um, yeah yeah i meant i meant just the shop oh the shop yeah from the ground yeah. up yeah i did the, wow. I did the 
So there's a, one of the local farmers is an ex ground worker. So me and him did all the ground works together. Thankfully, he had a digger. Otherwise, it would have taken a bastard long time to do all oh, that you got, digging. I, yeah, I'm, I am. As you're, as you're with, finding out right now. Yes, yeah. I am best friends with all the farmers around me. <laughs> farmers are they, a great resource. They, they, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anybody that doesn't live out in farm country, I mean, they got tools for everything and a machinery for everything. And they pretty much know how to do anything. And yeah, Chris. Chris, don't lie. You don't have any friends. I don't. <laughs> I, have, I have acquaintances. Seriously. So what is your customer base on the furniture that you're making? Like, how do you start selling that stuff? Where do you start selling? A lot of my stuff is is word of mouth. I've taken some I've, I've taken some business off of Instagram as well, which is, I, I must admit, I've only been on Instagram a few years. I started, uh-huh. started building the workshop. I, I, I wasn't really a big social media guy. I, right. Apart from Instagram, I'm not either. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it was word of mouth um, originally. Um, and then it, it just got into a few people saw some stuff on Instagram and started asking for some quotes for stuff. And and it, and that that's pretty much how all of my business works. I, so I'm, you you never had to do like the festival circuit or anything like that. I don't know. No, nope, nothing like that. Yet. Wow. No. Um, I, I'd like to do that kind of thing. Um, I go to a lot of those festivals myself. Um, so for example, I um I, I did the Good Life Festival um last year in North Wales. Um, um I'd already met Steve from Moonshine Metalworks on one. Oh of God. Like, Courses. Is that like the festival to go to if you're a craftsperson? I mean, is that like where everybody sells their wares and everything? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see a lot. I mean, there was a, there was some selling going on, but it's more right. about demonstrations of this thing. Ah, it's okay. a really diverse festival. It's run by. Uh, it's run in this castle um, by the Gladstone family. So one of the old, I mean, really old school prime ministers of the UK. It's his. Okay his seat uh, so the family plus a quite famous dj um called keris matthews runs that festival um you probably like her stuff chris she's a bit folksy uh, oh yeah <laughs> oh my god we can't uh, go down this fucking no, no, no way no way i'll have to check it out you we'll, said, we'll come send back me to her music name. in a bit because i've got <gasps> i've got a band to convince roy that after music after 2000 would work for him but we'll come back oh, to that later okay uh, but yeah the good life festival is it's it's cooking it, it's fire cooking outdoor cooking uh there's crafts people there's there's music um and when i say music you all the way from sort of proper folks guys sitting there with a mandolin to uh-huh. techno rave stuff happening in a field in the middle of nowhere so of course there is. it's pretty diverse <laughs> <laughs> It's like a nightmare so how far you said you already knew steve prior to that how far are you guys apart from each other so Steve's down in Dorset, right? So I, I traveled down to Alex's shop to do an intro to blacksmithing. That takes me about five and a half hours to drive down. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, you good ways apart. Yeah. But the reason I went down there was because it was, I, I kind of liked the ethos. I kind of liked the, uh, the fact that you could keep the stuff that you made. A lot of the blacksmithing courses I found in my area was, yeah, come and hit a piece of metal and then sod off, really. Um, really? pretty much um that's whereas, kind of bizarre yeah um but yeah uh, um i'm hopefully gonna um see those guys again soon i was booked up to do a um why why do you well, I, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what i was thinking <laughs> oh they're nice guys. <laughs> i'm just kidding i talk to steve every week almost i love that guy Aww. he's a nice guy a little heartsy shooting out of your yep. ass right now he's a nice guy 
Oh, that's sweet. We had to sleep together for a couple of days. So. Uh oh. Yeah. We're quite friendly. <laughs> I remember it saying at the time, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. But no, it was um, I was supposed to be doing like a, an axe making course actually with them. Uh-oh, uh oh, here we go. Um, and that got cancelled, like everything got cancelled this year. Um, right. Hopefully, uh, they've still got my money, so um, I'm hopefully we'll uh, we'll pick up pick up that again, and I'll, uh, I'll I'll turn my hand at trying to make an axe with those guys, which they've just posted about on their uh, YouTube channel. YouTube which is channel. Yeah, so, fantastic. Uh, I think you'll love making those axes. Those axes look really cool. Yeah, it's a yeah. Hudson Bay pattern. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very um, nice. What is it, Alex? He Alex he Pol. sent me. Yeah, he sent me a message. I think last week or whatever. He's like, "Hey, did you check out that video?" And I was like, "I saw it on your post." And I went out on YouTube. I never go on fucking YouTube. And I went out there and I actually I watched the entire thing. And I and I sent him a message. I was like. You have way more patience at shooting a video and like doing the voiceover demo stuff than I could ever fucking have on a video. I mean, it was it was a great video. Yeah, there's no way there's no way I could do that. They're no more way. like documentaries, right? It's just, it's right. Cool. Yeah, Steve <clears throat> did a good job on that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's super good. So, what are you up to these days, Mark? <clears throat> Making furniture. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hang on, hang on, hang on. What? I gotta talk. I, I need to ask you about the sun the sun bench that you did. Because that looked crazy freaking difficult to get all those angles. It was good fun, yeah. It's uh, no, I, that's I, not good fun. That's like that's like serious <laughs> math problem. Misery. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. You, you'll, you'll notice I say good fun when something's fucking difficult. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's Welsh for fucking that, difficult. That's, that's, that's a, I think that's just a British thing. It's just uh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it, there was a lot of crazy angles in that. Um, it was one of those pieces where it's a complete mind job, and but you look at it at the end and go, I can't God, believe that I made that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Um, so I'm really happy with it. And the thing that it's going in, which is the arbor that I thought would be the really easy thing to do, I can't tell you how long that's taken me to do because of so many supplier problems with with a problem a problem that w- metal workers never have right chris twisting materials that completely twist and move on you for no no reason whatsoever yeah <laughs> of getting a three meter beam that can fit in this fucking arbor which i'm delivering tomorrow so i'm that i will be very sad to see the sunrise bench go i will not be sad to see the arbor get out of the shop <laughs> So for those of you guys we, listening, find Mark's work at uh, Deer River Craftsman on Instagram. Go check out the sunbeds they're talking about. So was that was that the customer's idea? Like, I want this kind of a sun with some rays going out, or or were you like, I just want to spice up this bench? So, wh- like, what was that process like? They showed me some pictures of stuff they really liked. Um, they, they wanted a kind of a Japanese-themed arbor. Um, so I just recommended to them, well, if you want a Japanese theme and you've got a lot of Japanese plants in your garden, then let's go for a rising sun, right? That's how much yeah. Japanese can you get than a rising sun? Um, so, um, I, 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 I did some, some, some research. Um, I went, I thought, well, it, it'll work really well as an Adirondack style chair. So that's what I recommended to them. And they just can, and at, at, at that stage, they said, I have no idea what you're talking about in terms of that. <laughs> yeah. um, it, to, to me, that a, that's a good feeling, right? Yeah. 
that, that, that was a moment where you get straight on Google on your phone and show them pictures of an Adirondack chair. And they're like, it's a deck chair that's made out of wood. I'm like, it's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. But it looks cool. Um, which is, I, I still know it as a Muskoka chair because the Canadians, I think, particularly the guys in Ontario call it Muskoka rather than Adirondack. Ah, okay. Mm. So did you so, actually go to the piece of property that this is going to? Yes, yes. And I'm, would they have like a bunch of Japanese maples and just... Absolutely, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so. Chris, I'll give you a dollar if you can name another Japanese plant. Uh, bamboo. <laughs> I, I don't I, I don't think that's Japanese. I think that's sure? Chinese. Yeah, Chinese, for sure. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. You, you you tried to sound all like smart. Oh, so what kind of Japanese? Oh, did you have a Japanese? Well, lady? because I've Fucking seen, I can't idiot. think of that. I have some Japanese plants that I don't even know the name of them. I, 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 I do. do. Do you know what? I, 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 I love <laughs> ice. I've got a load of aces and I've got a load of ferns. My, I yeah. just thought you said aces. I love ice. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't say I that. I can't listen. <laughs> I can't understand a word you're saying. I'm just. <laughs> we'll Google Translate. Google Translate. Jesus Christ, on. Roy. <laughs> hey, so I'm looking at I'm looking at the bench on. Uh, I'm, I'm inside on my desktop. Um, so you got. I'm I'm sorry to 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 bring this bench up so much. No, it's seriously. It, no, it's fucking. It's it, the 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 detail and the craftsmanship in this. It's very difficult to be able to pull this off. And I wanted specifically to know if did you just freehand um, the the um, the slats going down to the sun to get that angle, or did you actually trace out the sun and then put everything on there? I, I, and then everything is I. I freehand everything on the bandsaw so it, it's it's the, the 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 circular the base of that back is freehanded um on the bandsaw um and then i just go to the um the sander and just get it to the point where it, it's looking like a curve and then i was yeah. the slats up to that curve and then to the uh the top rail um and then you you mark off where the all of the angles are and then take that across to the bandsaw and cut those and keep 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 refining away until it fits perfectly so the the Jesus. the issue is the gappage to make it look clean and uniform um and it looks freaking perfect now so that, all that it, was just kind of freehand and i mean so is there a little bit of it doesn't even look it looked like the gap between the slats and the sun they all look very very consistent yeah the, the it's bottom. unbelievable Everything, everything is jutted up against each other in terms of the bottom of those slats, and then it's three quarters of an inch at the top. So uh, I just use a whole bunch of spacers to get that space in right. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then you trace, as you said, you trace in from the back, um, and then and then freehand that out. So so yeah, you get get the top and the bottom done, and then the slats you you're essentially offering them up and 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 tracing them out. So on a scale of, I'll do this again versus. Um, that was the most difficult thing I've ever made. Like, where does this thing fall? Uh, I, I've probably done some more complex pieces, but that's because they're pieces that aren't in my wheelhouse in terms of, I'll, I'll have a go at anything. Um, um, but I, I would say that I did a glass coffee table um, at the beginning of last year. It's five foot by five foot monster of a coffee table. The thing weighed 120 kilos when I delivered it. Um, but, Jesus working with with glass completely glass sort of Yeesh. uh was 
was very very tough um literally it's like 240 like, pounds roy i see you're all fucking glassed over like you know, i'm looking fucking... <laughs> he's going through I'm a fucking rolling through kit. his fucking feet he I'm just say he said he sold 120 kilos <laughs> <laughs> it's not idiot. cocaine roy it's not cocaine. you're an idiot i'm so do you like more i think roy's question were, was would you like more production work or one-offs? Do you that like was not my doing? question. That wasn't my question at all. I wanted to know the level of difficulty, <laughs> this versus other things. The difficulty was high on that, but at there least you go. it was in a that I know. And, that's, and then I can... I, 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 there you go, right? A bit like hanging an axe. You keep, you keep working away. And Any working fucking away. idiot can do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh. to try and wind him up as much as possible, but I tried to hang my pickaxe <clears> this year, and it took me... Fucking hours to do. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling him I spent four hours on a handle today on a piece of curly ash, and I broke it as soon as I hung the hammer. But uh, Mark, I know I know you listen to the Fools with Tools podcast, and when Steve, I can't remember, it was like two or three episodes ago, or it may have been the most recent one, when he said all you have to do is sharpen an axe to shave your hair on your arm like Roy Scott does because if Roy Scott can do it, any fucking buddy can do it. <laughs> he said that? Oh, you oh. listen to Roy, you would enjoy that episode. Oh, it's a great episode. It's a great Steve, episode. Steve, you are dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So what kind of production thing? Do you have a website? I guess I should yeah, ask yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, So Yeah, Yeah, it's on so, his Instagram page. Do you have stock nice, on nice there research. to buy? Uh, I have um, ash, what I call the ash rounds. So what you see, I do my coffee on every morning. Um, I, I pretty much don't use um, uh, sort of um, uh, plates. I, I, I eat my breakfast most mornings and a slab of wood, to be honest, which I put my coffee in at the same time. So there's some ash rounds on there. Um, that's the only thing I've got really in stock. And, that, and that's because I brought down a pretty large ash tree on the property middle of last year. Ah, so okay. some of it... Some- some of it useful. The landing page on your website has a um, a live edge slab on there with some yeah. metal legs. How so the 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 live edge slab stuff has been going gangbusters here in the states for a while now, and especially with epoxy. Yeah. Um, are you guys doing the same kind of stuff too? Live edge or is, it- is yeah, live edge is pretty big here, and um, the epoxy mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, like the river table stuff, which is yeah. bit. I, I see that less in the UK, um, but the live edge slab stuff, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, we do. I do a lot of that. I mean, in fact, interesting, um, the, the last three coffee table commissions I've, I, I've had have been live edge. And on all three occasions, I've, I've sell to the client instead of having hairpin legs, which is really simple. I've, I've, I've tried to sell them the idea of the uh, twisted dragon towels like your uh, bo- <laughs> wait are you serious because i've had serious? people i've had people ask me if i could do that and i tell yeah. them to fuck off well <laughs> that's a shame because i was i was absolutely hoping that one day someone says that sounds fantastic idea. no i'll do that you straight send away to you. Say, could you do these please? yeah um, i would yeah. love to do that but um yeah, that would be really, with... really cool. So you could start off with like a huge section and okay, it tapers let's down. Not get carried away. <laughs> let's not no, get carried away. Cool. And yeah, it would taper down and then do when you like go a like little that, foot. Yeah. When you go like that, that is a lot of forging. <laughs> that is a lot of hot steel to get. I mean, that you're talking, yeah. 
that's a lot. Even at a short coffee table, you're talking what twice the length of your uh, your, your your bottle opener. So there's a lot of forging for you to do. There's a lot yes. of axe grinding for you to do because I've yes. seen in the YouTube video of you doing it, and it looks. I thought, wow, that really is complex. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Got good at it, but that's a lot of cutting. Yeah. How? So if you did that, like how long? So. Like what is this table uh, on your landing page? Like probably twenty-four, maybe thirty inches. No, it's it's not that uh, tall. It's, no, it's only eighteen inches high. Eight, eighteen. So yeah, see, I could do that. I mean, the openers I make an hour a foot long. So yeah, so it's that'll work. Six oh, more inches. Huh? Yep. That would be really really cool. But you it would have to really... have uh, like some sort of flat mounting surface would, that you could have bolt to be, it to. Or yeah, it would have to be done right too. I mean. Oh it's, no! You should do it wrong. Don't no, I mean, I mean, it would look. No, what I'm saying is the people that I've that have asked me to do that, their top, the tops that they make and shit are like, they just don't match the theme, right? So like, if you're gonna do like these dragon scale legs, you can't have like some beautiful bandsaw cut triangle. You know, it almost has no. To be it would like it would look edge. it would look good on a live edge yeah. piece. Yeah, it looks really cool. And the house theme would kind of have to fit it too. You don't want to like put that in some modern home. It would look bizarre. And especially like this slab here, it's got a lot of um, dark amber tones in it, like very dragon-ish. It look, it would, I mean, it's like fiery. It looks really. The it would be No, no, the fucking piece of wood, idiot. Uh, it would look fucking good. Maybe it was charred by a dragon. You're an idiot. <laughs> well, I mean, this is this is. Uh, I mean, uh, the the the. the on the middle of the Welsh flag is a is a dragon, so it's a it's a, another reason why it would uh, go down ah. pretty well. You just you found me, you you just found your new market, Chris. You didn't you even let know. Let me it. know if you want to do that. I'd be down. He just yeah. did. You're the one all, that's all pushing the, back. Oh, I don't want to do that. Pain in the ass to get over to Europe right now. I just had a guy from Sweden message me from something I shipped him in uh, March, and I said, "Why did you take this long to tell me you haven't received it yet?" <laughs> And now I can't do an insurance claim on it because it's been longer than 60 days. Yeesh. So now yeah. I just got to remake it and send it to him, which sucks. But that's okay. It's so that's kind of cool of you, right? Because I think you often do the same with mine, but it was just stuck in our shit customs office for God knows how long. So it was a... Yeah. I think a lot of it right now is just the COVID stuff. I don't think it has anything to do with customs. I think just the whole postal service in general is screwed. I know last week they just shut down a bunch more countries that we're not even allowed to ship to anymore. Really? Yep, as of last week. So it's quite interesting. So what's on that kitchen table behind you? What are you currently working on? Uh, we're in the workshop here, so I've yeah. got. Um, an I open said kitchen deck. table, but I meant your your your, soul, yeah, your yeah, outfit yeah. table. <laughs> those are the what you can see in the background. There is the um, those are the oak um, cross beams for the arbor. So. Um, so they're they're nicely they're just finishing profiling on those. Um, but I've got um, I've got kind of cool piece I'm working at the moment. It's um it's a completely black, I mean absolutely black as black um, side table. Um, and it's I'm I'm really impressed with the paint I've got on it. It's a um, it's gonna look really really just nice. Uh, yeah. Um, but it's got some, one of the things that's getting quite big here is the the sort of the the hidden charging. I think there was a lot of people doing it. Uh, the what? Wait, what? Hidden charging. So cell phone charger. It's completely oh. into the wood. Oh. 
Um, so you just you just put your phone on the top of the side table and it charges. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So can I ask you about the um? So the what, are you calling that a sun bench? I'm assuming that's what it's called. You call it, call it a sunrise bench. Yeah. Sunrise so, bench. Yeah. What um? Do you have to worry about so your joinery and all the stuff when you when you attach everything? I know you told me right now the temperature is quite cool there. Do you have to worry yeah. about uh? Warpage as much over there. Excuse my ignorance, but yeah, yeah. I mean, Wait, I know so over here. If we ship something from the northeast to the south here, it's com- like for, let's take a handle for example. That wood will shrink like crazy when it goes down south, just just from the traveling. Do you have to worry about the same thing where you're at? Not really. Um, I mean, this is going um, just across the border into a county called Cheshire, so it's not exactly massively different to what we're here in the. Uh, in North Wales, um, so we're, we're going. It's about 70 miles away from from here, so the humidity is not going to change at all. Um, it it is built um, in a um, with an ability for the wood to move. That's why the slats are, are gapped as they are, so yeah. that the, the wood okay. can have a bit of movement on it. Um, it, it it's glue and it's outdoor glue and screws um, in in most places, um, but it's. And, and everything's plugged up so there's more than enough room for this piece to move that's why there's there's gaps for it awesome what's your favorite piece you've worked on so far this year um i would say is a veneered piece um i did an indian rosewood side table um we can't get indian rosewood in the uk anymore in fact it's banned in the whole of europe so yeah um uh, you can only get veneers over here and only veneers have been here for a long time. So when the client said, uh, it was, it was funny. She said to me, I want, I want something with she sham on it. I'm thinking, I have no idea what you're talking about. What, I, yeah, what been, is that? I have what been is... a joy. I have been a joiner and a furniture maker for nearly 20 years. And I've never heard of what you're talking about. So I had to Google she sham and it said, otherwise known as Indian Rosewood. I'm like, now I know what you're talking about. That's fine. But I look, that's another thing as well as the amount of different names wood can, can, can have in different places. So it's I just call it wood. Oh yeah, my yeah. God, you're an idiot. It's all good for burning. That's about it. <laughs> but if, we, if, we, if we're talking wood, I mean, let's talk some laminates, Roy, because I, I, oh. I, I got so close to that, that, that little Norland hatchet. Yeah. I, was, I saw you post that 20 minutes mm-hmm. later. I was about to DM you to say that's mine, and you'd already said it had gone. Dude, those things have literally been going in minutes, and sometimes um, they've been selling before I even post them. So if you want something, man, I, I can. I've got another. I've got a couple more little Norland heads, and um, I do have some more of that crotch green, that crotch, um, crotch ash um, stuff that I've been working with. I don't have any more walnut, man. I had that one piece of walnut and it was just so freaking awesome looking. And so many people have contacted me like, do you have any more of that walnut? Dude, that stuff, like that's hard shit to find. Cause most of the time I go, um, we got walnut. I mean, yeah, we got tons of walnut, but it's nice. Yeah. I I mean, mean, it's nice. That's trying to find is, is the hard thing. And a lot of times, like I was talking earlier, um, that stuff goes into the scrap bin because it's just so it's so small, it's so funky, yeah. and it's like, well, what can I do with this? And again, thankfully, my my local sawmill he's keyed in on on, on all that stuff. 
and he he's just been stocking up. So I sent him some more messages. I was like, do not throw anything away that looks remotely cool because I will buy everything that you that you have. Yeah, yeah. So just a matter of getting down there. My sawmill's about it's an hour and a half away from me, so I don't get there very. I've got th- two mills really. Right. Um, How is it for you, Mark? Is it hard to get good wood? Uh, always <laughs> hard to get good wood. Absolutely, Chris. It's always hard I get, to get good wood. I get wood. it every morning, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your intro, Roy. <laughs> Good wood at mine and Roy's age, right? Come on. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah, you guys are both about the same age. Is it hard to get good wood? <laughs> I have to go a long way for good wood. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, I, I, my closest timber merchant, as we call them over here, is about an hour away. So, uh, bad. too bad, yeah. Um, so, it's, but I, I probably work with about three or four different timber merchants and i'm just getting in with a local sawmill which is a i found out about literally two weeks ago who is five miles from my property here Um, wow that's awesome so he's doing some 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 nice live edge stuff that i'm um i'm definitely a contact worth getting it's uh this live edge slab stuff man it has just exploded in good for the sawmill industry for being able to to make money on something that otherwise would have been scrapped 10 years ago i mean it's just so funny how god joey i think a lot of people just want to bring nature inside of their house is what it's turning out to be you know without you know it's one thing to have a nice clean yeah wood wooden kitchen table but it's another thing to have like a piece of a trunk, you know, like literally piece of a trunk in your house is pretty cool. So yeah, I think that's like, part of the reason why it's exploding. And it's interesting that it wasn't a thing at all. And then it was a thing and now it's everywhere. And, yeah. and it's just one of those fads. I don't know if it's a fad. I don't know how long this trend is so going to last. If you've looked over the last <clears throat> 10 years, a lot of people have been going to craftsmen and, you know, going back to, not buying from the big box store. You say after the last 10 years, it's not a trend. It's people are realizing that there's guys out there that are making cooler shit than companies can make. And that's who they're well, buying from. So now you're seeing a lot more of those. I mean, nobody would have bought a laminated ax 10 years ago. Nobody gave a fuck. <laughs> you well, know what I mean? To bring up a something that's okay. current now. You know what I mean? They, they would have just bought an ax to go chop some wood down. Now it's an actual that craftsman. They're buying from craftsmen. They see people doing these things so to say it's a trend i don't think it's really a trend i think it's just what's that's what's happening people are going back to working with it well well i'm I'm saying i'm just saying specifically on the live edge because if you go back before 10 years ago every kitchen whenever you're remodeling a house or buying a house everyone wanted granite countertops everyone wanted corian countertops or whatever and now that has changed into well now we want these rustic live edge not just countertops but bars and um, accent pieces so the live edge slab in conjunction with epoxy has taken over every like if you're a woodworker today you have to incorporate that into your business i i think i mean i was scrolling through your feed um have you done a river table mark 
Well, no, I haven't he, never done a river table, no. Congratulations. But, you, did, <laughs> but you, you motherfucker, you did a dragon. You 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 rotted out a dragon and, and you yeah. epoxied it. Yeah. So what I was saying, if you're not incorporating epoxy into your woodworking, um, I think I think you're leaving something on the table. Maybe you don't like it, um, but there is there's a lot of business in that shit right now. I, I mean it's go ahead. Dragon, you were marketing towards somebody from North Wales, right? I'm assuming. Again, that was the idea. Talking what you were talking about around heritage. I mean that that yeah. that flag is based on sort of it being more akin to the historical industries that are around North Wales. So slate mining, gotcha. huge thing here. So it was supposed to be a slate dragon. That was the whole point. And the only ah. thing I could think of getting something that looked like slate, but that was gonna stick to wood um without using construction adhesive um it was was essentially a black epoxy and it and it and it, it came out well so i was really dude happy. hats off to you for actually using a hand router to do that i mean most <laughs> people just throw it on a cnc router and they walk away from it so that's pretty freaking impressive dude so yeah bringing up cnc stuff do you do you have any interest in any of that stuff mark or or do you just strictly like doing everything by hand I, I enjoy doing stuff by hand. I think going back to what you were saying earlier, I think the I, I personally believe a great deal in craftspeople. I believe a great deal in in one of a kind pieces, um, and therefore I'm not going to say I'm going to rule out using CNC technology in the future because I think yeah. it, it's if there wasn't I could productionize and people wanted a lot of it, then yeah, you can do it. And it's it's a robot working in the corner of the shop, and as long as you're doing the design work, it's yeah. It's, it's great. I have no issue with people doing it at all. For me personally, I, I just love buying stuff that I know is one of the kind stuff. I, it, it's, yeah, gotcha. yeah it, it's, and therefore that that's my ethos for the stuff that I buy. I, um, I think if th there are some big furniture companies in this country that do some really, really nice looking stuff, they do some really nice looking designs, but it's going to be the same one that other people buy. So I, right. I, I like to think that people are coming to me for stuff purely on that basis of they know I've designed it with them. I've designed it with them probably inside their house. Uh, I've matched it to stuff in their house. So that, that black side table, for example, we've just put an added little extra false draw front in that matches absolutely the color of their walls where i took a picture of their wall took it to, they've had to paint mixed so wow. it's, it's that kind of thing that's the, that's the, badass man the, the is, walnut, it, is um, it the i'm sorry is that the walnut tv unit with the little no that's, pattern? so that walnut tv unit the, the the tile pattern that's the the accent behind the drawers yeah um is um was matched to the um fireplace half of the client's See, room. man, those details, that's what that's what separates good from mediocre. I mean, if you're not that's just awesome that you took the time to do that. And maybe the customer wanted it up front or whatever, but just to I mean, I, I hate to fucking sound like the dude or anything, but man, that ties the room together. Like that would totally yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um it's just it's freaking awesome. It's gorgeous too. I mean, just gorgeous. It's it's very contemporary looking. Um, it's not really my style of what I like, but I mean the craftsmanship of that cabinet is phenomenal. It just it's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, I mean my 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 house is full of um, rustic looking pine that I can beat the shit out of. To be frankly mm -hmm. honest, it's, it's a lovely here. We have yeah. a lot common mark. <laughs> <laughs> We're like almost at the same property size. We got the same style pine Aww. shit everywhere. Uh, yep. I, 
little Sign bromance so that, going on. That's the on. whole reason we wanted to do this podcast anyway was to bring – me and Roy wanted to bring to light some of the people that are out there doing badass shit that don't necessarily have a giant following or people – people's eyes aren't on on them and you're one of those guys that are doing amazing shit and i don't think a lot of people know who you are oh, but hopefully you. it's really really appreciate it it's um well, it, hopefully the 12 people that listen to this podcast <laughs> will know who you are <laughs> well i'm one of the 12 anyway so we're <laughs> <to my own. laughs> no straight straight <laughs> fucked we're doing better than we ever thought we would doing this and we appreciate everybody's support but yes again bringing light to guys like mark is one of the reasons me and roy are doing what we're yeah. doing so, hey, Mark. Um, so, are most of your are most of your customers are they more local, or are you shipping across um, the UK, or across or how UK. how do they? I mean, I know you you were talking word of mouth, but um, it just seems that what you do. I don't want to say it's so specialized, but it's so crisp and perfect that people that are looking for that level of detail work um and creativity like it, it just seems like you can't go to a normal cabinet shop and say hey can you make this the shit that you're making I, I just don't think you can i mean am i am i wrong uh i, I think if you went to a, no, a, a normal cabinet shop those guys are geared up to make cabinets and they will yeah. make absolutely fucking great cabinets but and they will probably do some real good design work. I mean, there's some there's some guys I follow on Instagram who make some absolutely gorgeous looking kitchens with some real some real nice detailing. But they're probably doing it on a spec based on exactly what the client wants, probably based on some sort of Pinterest picture they've seen or something along along those lines. Mm-hmm. My, my style is more look a lot a lot of the clients that contact me haven't got a clue what they want in the first place. They know they want an item. Um, but it, it tends to be, I go to the house, I look around the house, I look at what their, their overall style is. I've even challenged some clients to say, Hey, you, do you want to go with something completely different here to what's in the rest of your living room? Because as you were saying, from a trend point of view, that trend of having different styles in different, in, in a room is big. Mm-hmm. Right? People have got like a mid-century modern piece in the corner and a sort of, Georgian classical thing in the other corner that that's gone quite big in the UK of recent times. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm never going to be one that, that, that sits on, um, on, on, on Pinterest and Google images. There's a place for that and I do it every now and then, but I just, I just like going to people's houses and working with them on stuff. That's, that's kind of my style. Did you, did you ever get a lot of, a uh, lot of Pinterest customers? Oh yeah. Sh- yeah. I, I used to get that shit all the time when I first started doing sculpture work and I started telling a majority of them literally to fuck off. Like I wasn't interested in <laughs> copying. <laughs> well, what, what it was, was they'd show me from another artist, like blacksmith work, like, Hey, can you do this? I'm like, no contact that guy. Yeah, really do that for you. <laughs> and oh, it's a- I, yeah. I had a really big sign job that I, I've, I don't think I've told this story to pretty much anybody, but I had this very big sign job for a very big company and they literally showed me a sign of another company and said, we want ours to look like this one. I was like, what? I'm not, you know, it's like, we want ours to look like this, but with our name on it. And I'm like, right. I'm not interested in doing anything like that. So I started doing my own thing and they basically was just like, well, that's not what we showed you. And it's like, well, yeah, I'm not going to exactly <laughs> copy what they did. Like go to that designer or that, that artist and ask that I used to get that shit all the time, and I think it 
just came to a point where I started making weird, unique things. And like, they're like, the customer base kind of changed. It was like, oh, well, he doesn't even make anything remotely close to this uh, style of work. So I'm not even going to ask him, which was great for me. But I couldn't stand the Pinterest shit. People was like, oh, I saw this on Pinterest. Can you make this for me? And I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> I'm not interested. <laughs> because you're basically just... 100% ripping somebody else's stuff and just, I mean, there's a reason it's on Pinterest because somebody else already made it. Yeah. yeah. So. And, and it's a nice an idea generator, but it's the it whole is. point of coming to someone, well, any of us is, is right. Do it, do it a bit different, right? That's yes, the, yeah. exactly. No one has, no one has contacted me with Pinterest or anything like that before. I mean, what the, the thing that I get most is, Hey, I saw you did one of these. Can I, can you make something can you repeat that for me? Um, I get that quite a bit, um, but no one's ever contacted me and said, "Oh, look at this picture that I found. Can you do you have one of these? Can you make this or whatever?" I mean, I know that my market's pretty pretty specific. So I was I mean, going to say that. not to take not to take <clears throat> anything away from you, but your shit's right to the point too. I mean, there's no literally. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, Jeez. yeah, Mark. So what have you been up to, Roy? Dude, <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about what the only thing that I really care about. Oh God, kick, here we go. These kick-ass fans you got. Dude. I don't know about these fans. What so, are these things, Roy? They look like some uh, sort of torture chamber. <laughs> Dude, they've been kicking my fucking ass. Yeah. Oh God. Just what? Like a lot of assembly and layout and all. So that listen, stuff? listen, listen, listen. So my friend Lenny knows a guy who runs the company that manufactures these fans and. He said, I can get you all these fans for free and just put them up, put them on your page. Okay, cool. So he brings them down. And so they're based on an old 1800s design. So there's a separate motor and you run these belts to each fan because they, they back then they couldn't incorporate the motor in the fan. So that's fine. It's all good. There are specific measurements like you can't from the motor to the first fan it has to be within four feet um from each fan to one another because you you have to cut and splice a belt together to hook them together because it all runs on a really thin belt it's like a half inch wide or whatever maybe three eighths i mean you have to rivet them together so okay that's cool if you if you had a big long room you can't do a run more than 14 feet okay um if they were all in line this project would have taken me an hour or two. Okay. My room is small and, and my buddy Lenny gave me three fans for both rooms. So they have to be far enough apart where the blades don't smack into each other. Right. And they have to be angled enough to where, um, they all fit in the same room because I can't line them all up because my, my room just isn't that long. So the, the fucking housing that you bolt to the ceiling is you have to you have to angle it in a way that whenever you're attaching it to the next one in the run, that the belt doesn't interfere with the housing because you can go on the inside of the shaft or you can go on the outside of the shaft, just like Chris fucking loves running around shaft. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> um so here's what happened, okay? I 
I installed them last night. Put them, bolted mm. them up to the ceiling. So I took, I took a big fucking piece of hickory. I ran it down my planter, made it all pretty, laid everything out, bolt them up to the ceiling. Then I start splicing everything together with these belts. And there's interference. Okay, so whenever what I kind of, what kind of belts are they? Are they like flat, like leather flat belts that you use C clips to attach together? sort of but it's okay. it's more f- like a rubbery kind of it's like a woven mesh rubbery belt i've never so seen how, anything how are like they it. attached to each other i mean like you, you just literally pull them as close to you know just put enough tension on both ends uh-huh. and uh-huh. then they, the kit comes with little just like tension clamps and then you okay. then you um there's a leather punch that comes in the kit also and then you pop rivet them together Ah, so it so, has that kick-ass old-school look. It, it's very, very old-school. They they turn pretty slow, so moving a ton of air is not it, – it's just not going to – it's just got the, oh, wow, I've never seen anything like this effect. So I've got three fans up, one motor in one room, and I have literally bolted the my boards up probably i've got 50 times it's fucking ridiculous i've moved everything around and like i had to tweak a little bit so at first i was like these boards are beautiful i planed them is it just just so the blades don't hit is that what you're trying to adjust so yeah so one time the very first iteration Uh i put them up i measure them because i've measured out the blades all right so i need about 52 inches well it would have fucking cleared but then you you put on the uh, the mounting attachments to put the blades onto the fucking motor and it sticks out about three inches on each side Uh, so my blades fucking crashed into each other okay so then i need to take this and move it over this way to get some clearance well i did that then the fucking belt was hitting so i moved this one and then the fucking belt was hitting on that one like i have literally been chasing my goddamn tail all fucking day today on those freaking fans and before we got on this call I, i told chris i was like i'm in a foul fucking mood you'll be like that they're gonna look they're gonna look awesome they are gonna look awesome i know but it's it's just it's one of those things that uh there's no way to take any measurements i can't like i can't you gotta fully assemble you gotta fully assemble everything before you can yeah did you get did you see that post i sent you of my buddy had him in his house yeah yeah Yeah. they're so badass looking when they're done so one more thing that um, the my shop has um, everything is done on twenty four inch centers instead of sixteen. So oh, okay. so the amount of movement, like if I yeah. move it this way, blades are going to crash. If I move right. it this way, then the fucking angle's all wrong. Like it right. has just been an absolute fucking nightmare putting these fans up. It should have taken me two hours tops, but it's taken me two days. So. Ah. Yeah, uh, I'm on an 11, and I... <laughs> <laughs> Over some fans. <laughs> well, I'll just think about it this way. By the time winter gets here, you'll have them all done. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, it sounds my... like a truck, Roy. It really does. Oh, God, dude. Just don't even get me started. Come on. <laughs> it, like, seriously, I hate it when shit should take... X number of time and it and it lasts way freaking longer because you don't have the right tools, you don't have the right equipment, or you're just trying to force something to 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 work when all you got to do is have the right whatever and it'll just 
go together just fine. And it never fucking works out. It never does. And it, God, I'm, I'm like, I'm sweating right now. I'm literally sweating. Relax. So like, oh, good excuse for to go out and I'm, buy new tools. That's right. I'm, I'm, I'm just spooling up right now over these goddamn fans. You'll be all right. Well, I'm done in no time. Well, in the back room, like I've never finished out the ceiling, so I need to yeah. get some bar. I need to get some barn tin, and then uh, screw up to the ceiling to match the front room. And then once I do that, then I have to install three more fans and a motor in the back room. And I'm just not even looking forward to it. It's just going to kick my ass all over again. Yeah, but the back room can wait. You don't need them right away. You're not even in there that much, are you? You're in the front room Dude, more than anything. No, I. No, that's where my grinder is. That's where my bandsaw is. Oh, I got you. Uh, no, I'm I'm in both rooms equal. I just right don't on. video. I don't just I don't video very much in the back room because it's it it's really dirty all the time. There's fucking my my uh, scrap bin has overflowed with you know my cut off of my my bandsaw. Um, there's sawdust everywhere because I don't have a freaking dust collector, so the fucking grinding dust just gets everywhere. Blow it all out. <laughs> I know. I know. That's what I, do. I know. What about you? You, uh, you, you poor uh, guy. You poor guy. You live I know. such a hard life. <laughs> I know. Woe is me. First world problem. That's right. Fucking world's smallest violin, you fucking pussy. Suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> my fans. I can't get my fans. Uh, hey, you shit. wanted to fucking... Uh, you, want, you know, you asked me about the fucking fans, so there you go. I'm working on rod iron hammers this week. I don't care if they take me all fucking week. That's what I'm doing. They're, I want them to be perfect. I want them to be beautiful. I then you should send them to wood. me, and I'll put the handles on them. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I told you the other day, I spent like three hours on one handle, and it broke. And, and uh, he's like, do you want me to help? And I'm like, no, I don't give a fuck if it takes me all day to do one handle. I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> so, so, so I've noticed. I just made a stupid mistake. I was like, where it, seats in, where it seats in the eye, I just put mm -hmm. it down a little too far for the wedge. Mm -hmm. So that and then when it, I wedged it, it split underneath, and I was like, fuck. But then he's like, like, as soon as I took it apart, he knew exactly what I did. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, now I know. So whenever you hang whenever you hang that head, you should see a line where it seats down, and then you go about three-quarters of the depth of that. See, I didn't know that. I was going all the way down to the, where, the, where the head seats. And well – yeah, you're you're a dummy. That's what happens? Well, sometimes sometimes they'd crack and I'd redo them, and then sometimes they wouldn't crack at all. So I was just like, well, I don't know, maybe it's the piece of wood. He thought maybe that because the wood I have is very very dry, and he's like, mm -hmm. why don't we try soaking them prior to wedging them? That way, maybe they're just a little too dry. But but then I did the next one right before we did the podcast, and it turned out perfect. So it's all good. So, I'm just working I on learning. Learning, learning how to work wood. That's oh, like, God. it. Sounds weird to you guys because you do it all the time, but it's like totally out of my comfort zone, and I hate it. And Matt says I don't want to learn how to do it. That's why I'm bad at it. Because yeah, I really that's true. Want, I really don't want to <laughs> learn how to do it. I just enjoy steel so much that when I get, you know, it's probably like you're feeling right now with the fans. When I, when I, me and Ilya's motto is "fuck wood." We say "fuck wood" all the time. Like I asked him <laughs> why he, why he came in today, and he goes. Trying to get motivated. That's motivated. What he's got to fucking say in wood for the rest of the day. Fuck wood. <laughs> but I don't know. I just can't get into it. I don't know. It's you, just, I've never so, learned how to properly do it. I've never watched anybody properly do it. So it's well, like, fucking watch Mark. My, he's an expert. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. 
No, not, Mark not, not, not hanging hammers. No. Yeah. Like, that's my <laughs> one like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it is a bit different. I mean, it is one thing to just like you uh, doing the axes. I mean, dude, I've seen some of the guys that like post them hanging axes. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. Roy must really be good because these guys, Jesus. <laughs> but well, uh, yeah. something that I've noticed on. No one in particular. I don't. I, no one's standing out. Um, but I have seen a lot of hammers. Just yeah. the way that they're finished off on the top, they yeah. just look. They just look kind of shitty. It's like well, almost an is, afterthought. So there's a um, in the forging community. We don't really care about handles. I know you talked yeah. about that before. Yeah, but... we really don't. I mean, it's not a. It's not a thing like. No, it's not like your axes where like when the customer gets it, the first thing they look at is the eye. All we care about is the metal part because well, that's it's all useless matters. if you don't have a piece of wood to freaking swing it. You know how many hammers I have on my rack that just literally have a piece of wood jammed in them and they're perfectly functional because we don't no, really that's about. stupid. I, I tell you, no. Roy, when I when I visited Alex's place, I mean these guys just put take branches off a friggin' tree, Li- stick it in the metal, literally, literally, stick. yeah. yeah. They, they, take, take, they, take, they cut the knots off of it, jam it in the hammer, and you go to work. That's it. So it's really, when I say we don't care, we genuinely don't care. But yeah. for what I'm doing, I'm spending so much time forge welding the rot to the tool steel, making the hammers really pretty, that I want I want that to transfer into the handle. I don't care if people are dying to get these. As conceited as that sounds, I've had a ton of people like offer me money, and I'm not taking anybody's money. I understand that people want these hammers, but I want them... In my head, I will not take any money because I want them to be perfect. Like when people get them, I want them to be like, "Shit, he really mm-hmm. took his time and really, you know, fucking." And- Dude, that—that's the way every mm. product should be that leaves anyone's shop. It should be fucking tits on perfect. It does yeah. not leave until it's perfect. Absolutely. Seriously, right. yeah. like I'd rather it, be late than not do it right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I don't but know you why you that, would half-ass that, a fucking handle. Don't fucking half-ass a handle. Because we don't, it's just not a thing. Dude, that's in our the community. that's the that's the lamest. It's not like. Well, I'll tell you why. I told you why. Because it, the first five seconds we use that hammer, the whole handle could catch on fire, and it's not that big a deal. You just jam it, another stick in it and go to work. <laughs> I mean, it's not that big a deal. It's different in our world and your world, man. You guys are hanging shit. You're, on you're the making walls a, you're and, making excuses. No, not at all. It, it you is are. A very, it is a very different world. So I remember when I went yeah. to that 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 um. Uh, the, the the blacksmithing course. I mean, I'm quite used to spending the entire day working very, very hard, not drinking one glass of water, and I can get through a day like that. I went on one blacksmithing course, drunk no water, and Steve was literally having to hold me up at the end of the frigging day because I was literally on my ass through <laughs> yeah. dehydration. It was... But there you go. It's, just... it's amazing. You stand next to a hot fire all day long in the middle of July and get dehydrated. And when shit catches on fire, we genuinely don't care. <laughs> so it's just part of the I, job. Like, I think I think your opinion of this is skewed. No, honestly, no. I'm not trying to argue with you, but I just think it's skewed. So you because that's your most, opinion. You can it, no, it's not. It's a broad. It's a broad consensus across the community. Trust me. The hammers that that get hung on the wall, the twenty five hundred dollar hammers, mm-hmm. the the guys aren't using those. So yeah, everything better look perfect on them. But the two, three, four, five hundred dollar hammers that guys are using, it's not like that big a deal. So that I mean, that hammer that Ilya did on your your channel recently with the the, the flower on it. It's not my was... channel. It's not my channel. <laughs> 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 the guys I'm working with. Yes, the guys I'm working with. 
those smashing fellas that you are uh, yes. working with. But they, so Ilya did that. Is, is that intended to be used or is that just an art piece? Because that you was can, gorgeous. It's You it can fun. use it, but it's not, uh, you know, anybody that spends $2,500 on a hammer is probably not going to use it. But yes, 100% you could use it. Yeah. There was a lot of people asking that, uh, you know, will the gold fall out? Will the silver fall out in the comments section? It's like there's not. A, I mean, not to say will it ever. Ha- no, it won't, happen. It won't mm-hmm. happen. So, yes, it could be it could be used or it could be, you know, the guy that's investing that kind of cash into something. Just like Roy says, don't use the Black Ravens. Like, why yeah. would you why would you use the twenty five hundred dollar gold engraved with silver right. inlay? You know, it's like so. So how big of a market is there for that versus just, you know, average hammers or yeah, uh, average hammers? Think, so the nicer hammers or are, which which hammers are you talking about specifically? Like the, the ones I'm making? No, it was like hammers that you don't use versus hammers that you do use. What's the difference um, on the market? It's pretty few and far between. I mean, I know guys that make specialty hammers for over $2,000 and, you know, the guy that's spending two grand on a hammer is probably going to set it on a shelf. But so why wouldn't why wouldn't you want to be in that market? I have no interest. I just really why? don't. I just why? don't. I don't know. Why why I don't know. I'd like to know that because, all my shit's being used, right? Well, okay, but my point is is if, if So like are, you're saying spend a week on one thing and I didn't say spend a week on it. If you want to spend a week on it, that's your that's your own deal. Well, I mean, for could... instance, that twenty five hundred dollar hammer, you spent like four days engraving it and gold leafing it and silver inlay and all the materials. But he probably had like a couple hundred bucks of materials in it too. But I don't know. That's just not my thing. It's just not my thing. It just it. Uh, I don't know. I, I look at it differently. I don't know. Yeah. No, just not my thing. I just if you're like if you're gonna make something. Make it the fucking absolute the shit. not only not only the best but like make something like off the fucking charts right. And if you want to make something off the charts, charge accordingly, like a fucking yeah. like a, a sunrise bench, fucking amazing. <laughs> what is the price of a sun a sunrise bench, Mark? Can we talk about that? I know you English guys don't like talking about money and shit. Yeah. Give us a just give us yeah. an average. It's, Not that particular one. It, 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 it's it's four figures. Wait, what? What? <laughs> what did I just hear that right? So damn. So it's over it, a grand. It's it, it it it's not quite a black raven, but it's not. Uh, yeah. But oh, okay. Okay. You're right in there then. Yeah. I got you. I got what you're saying. Roy's like, uh, what? I <laughs> know. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just. I'm still thinking about. Um, about you not like not like uh, you, not don't making... you fucking don't fucking worry about me I'm fine all right Jesus Christ well, do I want to work on something for four days and blah, blah, blah. Like, you just sound like a whiny little bitch this is the just, part of the hey, show listen, where we like no, to give listen, a shout hang outs. on hang on <laughs> hang on no I I just don't have any okay so what if, listen listen so listen, when listen. it comes to sculpture if it takes me two weeks to do something. That I am happy with, and that I will spend two weeks doing. When it comes to tools, I'm not spending two weeks on a tool or an axe or whatever. But if I spend two weeks on something, I think the passion level is a little higher for me when it comes to art over uh, All right, functional that's fair. tool. 
Yeah. So if I take, and I have taken a month or two on one piece. Um, if, if I take a month or two and, um, on that, I'm completely happy and fine and cool with that. But uh, when it comes to the tool thing, I'm not a tool maker. I've said it a thousand times. So when it comes to tools, I'm not, I'm not going to spend that much time on a tool. I'm just not, that's just not my thing. There's guys that spend that time on tools. I'm not one of those guys. Just, I'm gonna one last thing on this subject, the and we can wrap man? things fucking up. Therapy, don't <laughs> fucking worry about me, all right, motherfucker. Just, I'm fine. Just, what, I, I know you're fine. Ahead. I'm just, I'm just, I'm listening. Challenge. I hate fucking saying that. Challenging you. I'm gonna challenge you. <laughs> I'm challenging you to make the the baddest, most beautiful hammer that you've ever made before. Not gonna happen. God, you pussy. One hundred percent not gonna happen. I'm not a hammer maker. All right, whatever, whatever. This is the part of the show where we like to give a shout out to somebody who isn't otherwise known, or maybe they don't have a whole lot of love, and we'd like to give them some love. Uh, we'll go with Roy because he has oh, that glassed oh! over look on his face, and he has Jesus, no idea who he's going to. Shout uh, out. I'm going to shout out. We, we've had him on he, a previous guest, but um, I talked to him pretty frequently what? i call i called him yesterday oh, wayne shit. pirate ford wayne from pirate <laughs> Fords. one dude. of the best interviews we've ever done <laughs> she's louise so that dude is cranking out the fucking work and every dude. time i get on his feed it's like yeah. i can't like it's next level every single time yeah. and and i called him on the phone yesterday and i was like dude listen whenever you fucking hit the jackpot don't forget fucking Where little guys started. like me <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah seriously he's he's a good dude man he's got a lot going on and he's cranking out work like constantly and he's fishing every day which i love I know to watch it. yeah and, and when i called him he was like all whispering and stuff hey i'm on the boat i'm with my family i'm, I'm going fishing right now and he's like talking a million miles an hour at yeah. this real low level and i was like dude just don't forget about the little guys just yeah, keep, Wayne just keep, from Just Force. keep fucking killing it. If you guys didn't listen to his episode, go back on our podcast and listen to his episode. It was a great episode. We're going to have him back on uh, very soon, probably. And, probably, um, yeah. Yeah, we're going to do an update with some of our past guests. And uh, who do you got, Mark? Uh, I'm going to go so that you probably. Uh, I'm going to go for a ceramic guy, a guy that works with heat. So it's a guy called, uh, I think his Instagram is Tim L. Potts. He's a guy called Tim Lake um he's based here in wales as well um he i met him at the good life festival last year so tim l potts he makes some absolutely fantastic um uh, cups and bowls and all sorts of good shit like that he's a really talented guy i love his stuff Fair few cups. l potts ceramic tim Button. l potts yeah so just tim like you want me to help you spell Tim? It's T. <laughs> I, I'm looking up his stuff. Oh, here, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh man, this stuff is nice. Tim not, Potts a, ceramic. It's very neutral colors. I like that. It's very earthy. Keep very earthy. I hate you. I fucking hate buddies. you today. One of my friends, he also runs or, or is a host of a, a fellow podcast, Al Pennyworth from Al's Hack Shack. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Al is an underrated genius. He's a graphic artist by trade, and yeah. 
he is an amazing dude. He has some really cool videos. And, yeah, go check him out at Al's Hack Shack. If you don't know who Al is, go find out who Al is because he's a cool-ass guy. The suit of armor that he did. I actually met him at the Good Life Festival last year as well. Oh, did you? Yeah. He was um, he was with uh, um, Alex and Steve. And they Steve, were, yeah. And they were all he drunk ma- he made this and... He made this chicken on the forge. Yeah. That, that, that I think they were forging on charcoal, and then he was yes. cooking chicken and sausages on the same. <laughs> oh, it's yes. awesome. It was absolutely frigging amazing. Yeah, right now, I hear yeah. I hear he cooks good meat all the time. He, he, he does a nice spatchcock. <laughs> yeah, nice spatchcock. Yeah. Oh my god. All right, <laughs> Mark Peacock from Deer Rivers Craftsman. Deer River Craftsman. I apologize. Thank you very much, buddy. Pleasure, Thank guys. you for Thank listening. You to our nonsense. Again, this episode of the Axe and Iron Podcast is sponsored by Evaporust, the original super safe rust remover. Also, check out their new safe erase paint remover. Check them out. Check them out at Evaporust on Instagram. Thanks again. It actually works. The Evaporust. red paint on the Black Raven, it just washed away. It's it was so amazing. It was it it works. It's so fucking good. I just got it the other day and I'm excited to try it. Um uh I have a bunch of tools that I keep in my boat that are extremely rusty and I cannot wait to bring them back back to life with the Vaporust. Thank you for sponsoring this episode of the X and Podcast. <laughs>